recorded live on DementiaRadio.org, it's the Funny Music Podcast, brought to you by TheFunk.com, where you can download new free comedy songs twice a week. Now, here's your hosts, Devo Spice and the great Luke Ski. Hey, Devo Spice. Hey, Luke Ski. We have Captain Ambivalent in the house. Hello, Captain. Hello, Captain Ambivalent. Uh, we have a pre-recorded interview with Steve Goody coming up later in the show because he's off doing his usual Thursday night things. Welcome to episode 557 of the Funny Music Podcast for February 18th, 2020. Grooving to the beat. That's name and I'm sticking to it. Woo. So I was trying to think of something a little more random and that just stuck in my head. So that's what I went with. Um, all right, let's get caught up then. Let's get caught up with what Devo and Luke have been up to since last week. Or else, Devo, if Luke failed and didn't show up. Hey, what? No, he's all right. So, Luke, what you been up to? Well, um, I got up on, uh, oh, no, wait, today's Thursday. Tuesday morning, uh, the 16th, and, uh, checked my email Eh, what's that thing doing? Yeah. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I get this uh, email from Disney every day uh, that lets me know what jobs are available. Basically, I just set the settings to like tell me all the jobs in you know the in the in the you know uh, valley area or whatever. Um, just so because I, I don't want to accidentally miss something because I had a setting set wrong. So I check it every day, and there's usually nothing. But um, so yeah, so the Tuesday morning I saw that there was a um, uh, positions open for a storyboard artist and storyboard revisionist for a new forthcoming show called Hamster and Gretel, which is created or at least co-created by Dan Povenmire, who co-created both Phineas and Ferb and Milo Murphy's Law. And uh, if you are a person who does TikTok, uh, Dan Povenmire is very active on TikTok. He's on there. All the time, he, he does, like, Doofenshmirtz impressions, like, all the time. It's, <laughs> he, it's like if people do a cover version of, like, you know, the song Busted or whatever, like, he'll duet it and he'll, like, leave nice comments. And he's, he's, he's just, like, a super sweet guy and does a lot of really fun stuff. Anyway, so I, when I saw that and I, and, I, and I knew that it was his show, I immediately applied to both. And then a thought occurred to me. Um, should I make a TikTok to try to get Dan Povenmire's attention <laughs> so that maybe, you know, uh, it, you know, it, it might make him, you know, if not try to contact me, you know, at least maybe, you know, go check out my portfolio page and then maybe tell somebody behind the scenes at Disney, like, hey, be on the lookout for a, a submission or, a, you know, a, a application from this Luke Sinkowski person. Um, and then I started, and then I had to go, I had, I had scheduled an, an oil change. So I was, so I, I had to drive to the place and then, and then like it was an hour and a half and then drive back. And the whole time I'm just thinking about like what this thing could be. So what I ended up deciding to do was start off filming myself, uh, in a very quick montage describing of, you know, literally that whole thought process of, should I make a thing for a TikTok for Dan Povenmire? And then, you know, going like with just captions, like I'm thinking it and then go, nah, but then it cuts to very quick and short uh, silly thing I recorded I took the uh, opening beat and groove of the theme song to Milo Murphy's law and I uh, took the lyrics to the uh, rap song there's a platypus controlling me and I sang those lyrics you know in the 
notes, <laughs> basically in the notes to the melody of the uh, of the Milo Murphy's Law theme, but saying those lyrics instead, just to you know, for the for the first couple of measures, I, I kind of took the beginning of the song and like another part of the song and like put them together so it would make sense, and then I have that kind of get like blown away in a random explosion. And then Doofenshmirtz comes in and he starts singing another part of the Milo Murphy's theme. And then both their heads, you know, or, or Milo's head comes back in at the end so they can both say together, you know, it's our world and we're all living in it. And then it cuts back to me sitting at my drawing table like Bugs Bunny in um in uh, in the Duck and Muck cartoon where he's messing with Daffy Duck. And he and I look in the camera like, ain't I a stinker? And then, <laughs> and that's basically it. So I, I, I made that TikTok. Uh, well, uh, it, I, I got the idea Tuesday. I started working on it Tuesday. I originally wanted to have it done that same day, but just life and things and stuff, I wasn't able to get it done fast enough. So I continued working on it the next day, and I got it all done and posted it on TikTok late last night. So basically within, you know, <laughs> within about 48 hours of, of when that job was announced, uh, I managed to make this thing and post it, and I made sure to tag his name in it, and I also kind of, sent it around to uh or, or you can you can send messages to other people on TikTok that you know just to kind of point out like hey check out the thing i did so that i can get some more interaction with it i don't know if interacting with it will make it any more visible to dan povenmeyer than it already is uh considering i tagged him in it but i figure it couldn't hurt so <laughs> so that's what i did with you know the past two days I, I my original plan was to work on you know my whole dn and darius storyboard but instead i did that <laughs> So whether or not it anything becomes of it, at least it was something that, like, you know, with, with, with how, when, when I get an idea that I think, like, oh, this is a really good idea, it, like, makes me feel happy. <laughs> so it's like, I'll take my moments of happiness wherever I can get them. <laughs> yeah, I and watched I, that. It was very cool. And, 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 and one thing I noticed uh, just a little bit earlier is, like, right now, the reason why I'm so close to the camera is because I have this kind of crappy uh, camera. I want to get a better camera that has a better microphone on it for my for my PC here. Um, uh, and and you all remember I used to have uh, the 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 microphone I would normally record with, but I would always have that problem where the thing would come loose and be messing with it, and you know. So yeah, I basically put that thing away for the most part. So I got it back out and got it working. Uh, I plugged the thing in and I turned it on and it was all working so I could record my song. I didn't realize until like two hours ago, I never switched the audio thingies on here. So I was standing <laughs> up here, singing into the microphone, and the microphone that was recording was this one right here. <laughs> I was wondering why it sounded different. I'm like, this should sound better. Maybe I didn't put the, because I didn't put the screen up, I was just doing it in a hurry. It's like, eh, you know. But at this point, it's like, so far beyond mattering, you know, but it's just kind of like, ugh. This... <laughs> Remember to fix that next time. Um, but yeah, that's. I'm trying to think if anything else majorly significant happened. Uh, I want to talk about some MarsCon stuff, but I want to save that maybe for the end of the show. Okay. Um, anything else significant happened? Not really. You know, Valentine's Day, and yeah, that was about it. I'm just psyched because uh, I mean, I'm, everyone's looking forward to the new episode of WandaVision that's premiering tonight. But about the same time, it's going to be the Muppet Show. Yes. <laughs> so yes. What have you been up to since last week? Uh, I've been working on music, actually. Um, I have officially given up on FOM for the month. Um, I may still continue writing, but I'm not. I've got two songs done, and that's probably... I have more important things to do. Um, like work on FOMFest, for example. Um, 
I've actually been working on the mobile app and it's basically done. Um, all the updates are done except for one page, which I'm still waiting on some updated information to, to put in there. Um, and then once that's in place, I will look into see about what it takes to publish a native script app to the various app stores. And, and I will find out how difficult that is. Uh, hopefully not too difficult because, uh, it's the, the publishing process is like some, it's, there's certifications and there's all sorts of like things you have to do and hoops you have to jump through. And, and one developer who knows a lot more than me about it described it as black magic that only Apple and Google understand. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I've got lots of time to figure it out because I figured this was one of those projects that doesn't have to be done now, but I've got the time because there really isn't much else I can do at the moment. So I figured I'd work on that and, you know, try to get some of these big projects out of the way uh, before I move on to other things. Um, I also spent a little time today uh, working on, I'm, I, was, I'm, I think I mentioned I'm planning to start doing live streamed concerts on Twitch. And um, this afternoon I did some testing on Twitch to see what, you know, performing with a backing track is like. I apologize to anyone who follows me who may have gotten nine or ten notifications that I went live, but uh, I don't know how to shut that off. Um, and it, I'm having a hard time performing to the backing track without there being lag. Um, because I, I tried, you know, inserting the, the audio in OBS as a media, uh, input. I tried playing it from Apple music and streaming it through SoundCloud and not SoundCloud, uh, Soundflower. And no matter what I did, you know, because it has to go back to my headphones and then I have to perform to it and then that has to go back into the computer, there was lag no matter what I did. So I think what I may have to do is go old school and do it analog and just get a mixer and like plug my iPod into the mixer and plug my microphone into the mixer and plug the mixer into the computer and then, you know, stream that. Um, the downside with that is I won't be able to play my videos because I was really hoping to keep the videos up on screen while I perform. So unless I can come up with a solution for that, eh, I don't know what I'm going to do. So that kind of sucks, but so, so ah, ah, sorry. ah, sorry. ah. <laughs> so Captain Ambivalent, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. So what have you been up to? Well, I've been uh, hanging out in the Ambiva cave and um, uh, trying to be productive amidst the horrors ravaging land. And uh, <laughs> aren't we all <laughs> hoping to uh, hoping to uh, do some live shows in the fall and uh, and trying to get an album uh, finished and out pretty soonish. Cool, nice. So that's kind of yeah. So you posted a song, your first one on the FOMP. Um, give us a quick intro to the song. We'll give it a listen. Sure. So um, I've been a roving entertainer at Gen Con for, for a number of years now. But one of the first years, there was a whole squad of Jawas. And um, I thought uh, I really needed to write some more fandom-oriented songs to, to pander to the Gen Con crowd more specifically than I had been. And then uh, like a couple of days after that, I think there was a friend of mine coming out of a concert. It was rainy put his hood up on his hoodie and, and he said, Oh yeah, he's, he's uh, going Jawa style. And, uh, the rest is history. Here is going Jawa rap by captain ambivalent. Well, I'm cruising inside of my pumped up ride. Got my hoodie pulled high, but my going yellow eyes. I'm going Jawa, Jawa style. 
style, that's the way to be. Go and Jawa, hiding in the rocks where nobody can see. Go and Jawa, wondered if I call you shorty or homie. All the Jawas in the house say, Utini. Hey, now I'm rapping it and rapping it tightly. You know the drumming wish should not be traveled lightly. So I rock them in my monster truck. If you are a lost droid, I'm gonna pick you up. I'm going Jawa. If you need to chat your wish to evaporator, go and Jawa. Got a droid that was built by Darth Vader, go and Jawa. Or an asteroid in red or in blue. You don't have to come on down, I'll bring the store to you. Hey, this one is Power Droid, I don't know what he does, but we made an action figure of him just because. Because we will sell any kind of Star Wars merchandise. So, hey, where's Ray? Okay, that ain't right. But I'm cruising inside, I'm a pumped up ride, got my hoodie pulled high, but I'm going yellow eyes. Rocking through the desert just to see what we can see. All the Jawas in the house say, Utini. All the Jawas in the house say, Utini. I'm going Jawa. Short and sweet. Love it. Yeah, that's it. I, I really like this music. This, is this your original music? Yeah, yeah. I really uh, like it. It's 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 driving. It's funky. It's it's you know the type of hip hop that I like. I mean, this is I, I when this came through, I, I played it and I was like, nice. You know, <laughs> like I like I listened to it three or four times when it came through. It was great. Oh, sweet, great. Well, you can do that when it's only fifty-eight seconds long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So here's here's how how to kind of to look behind the curtain. Some some of our fans already know this, but basically the 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 core member of Ship of the Thump basically votes on these songs using kind of a grading system. And if uh, a song gets you know higher than like you know a B grade, uh, you know with at least four people having voted on it, it goes through. And you know they're up there for two weeks, and some of us are like you know uh, we have lives, we're busy, we don't always kind of get to voting right away. This one went through so fast that I didn't even hear it or have a chance to vote on it. <laughs> Excellent. Now, I would have I would have given it the highest rating had I heard it, but it was just kind of like, whoa, what? You know, so yeah. So wow. so, so, so whoever, whoever the four people were, at least, I'm assuming one was Devo, was just like, oh, yes, please, we need to have this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I gave this this song the highest rating. I can, I can actually... I can't check the individual... Uh, but I can check the the average. <laughs> <laughs> so the interesting thing about me about the sound of this song is, you know, I grew up with like both a love of, you know, like like old school hip hop and also of comedy music. And one of like my bigger influences in comedy music is this group from Upper Michigan called Diupers. So this kind of seems to be like the perfect convergence of those two sounds in one song you know, and, and it's on, you know, a, a nerdy topic I love so much. So it's kind of like you're, you're kind of getting a hat trick here <laughs> in, in, in like, what kind of song would Luke's be like? Oh, this exactly. So. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, it's, it's it ended up with a three and a quarter average, which is lower than I expected it hmm. to be, but it's fine. It got through. <laughs> it, it's gotten my, it's been my most internet popular song out of like three albums or so <laughs> so you, it's you a clear, clear winner yeah so you so you said you're a uh one of the traveling musicians at gen con is that what they mm -hmm. call them traveling or Ro uh, roving Ro entertainer yeah roving too. okay yeah. um what type of music do you normally do do you normally do rap or is it normally like i i, I guess so I, I know you play accordion so yeah so um i do a number of of styles and I'm doing air quotes that that all kind of filter through the accordion in my own voice. So I kind of depending on the song, it can range from, you know, I don't have too many hip hop or rap ones, but you know, it could be I have a, a few. I have some house. I have some country. I guess 
put an ish at the end of all those. <laughs> I was going to say, how do you do ish. house music on an accordion? <laughs> um, you just thump on it, or <laughs> well, it's, it's more of you know, like the like the like the keyboard part of the licks of the of the house music. Okay. If you can't really do same same thing when I'm performing solo, trying to do a rap, it's it's all, you know, yeah, accordion. Uh, <laughs> the percussion is implied. So. <laughs> um but but yeah kind of uh yeah i have a real hard time uh describing the music and assigning a single genre to it i, I think comedy music may be the the best uh or the closest um yeah unfortunately that doesn't tell people much other than you don't make any money so <laughs> yes that's right <laughs> yeah cause, yeah because it it's yeah <laughs> that's that's the yeah the best way to describe it it's just yeah <laughs> well you know you go to the platforms and you get your drop down list and you must pick one of these genres it's and yeah like, and comedy's well, not on it yeah okay um alternative and there's always like some weird like genre i've never heard of but they never have comedy oh yeah yeah so there's so like there's one well that might be it but maybe I better look that up and see what the t- <laughs> so I don't know I love it so I, I I assume since you perform at Gen Con that most of your stuff is nerdy well actually it's more general um, uh, most of my stuff is general I got into Gen Con mostly for the costume and because I was family friendly and I happened to approach them right as they were uh, starting like a fa- special family day on Sunday oh, marketing cool. thing. Nice. And uh, and so then so then like the nerdy stuff has been kind of a side. So of the so I have like two two albums that are mostly sort of general general humor, and then the one that this came off of, which is more nerdly targeted. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I'm finding it. You know, it, at the beginning I was kind of prejudiced towards trying to to not go too too nerdy. Um, and remain accessible to more audiences. But what I found out is that they're, they're, nerds are everywhere now. Yeah. So you can't avoid them. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just not really going to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Don't try. Don't, don't try to avoid the nerds. The nerds are everywhere. The and, the next, the, the album coming out is going to have a, like a mixture of, of different levels of, mm-hmm. of nerdiness all in one. I like to say that I have a, um, a, a love hate relationship with nerdcore hip hop and that I love them and they hate me. So I generally like a lot of my stuff is nerdy, but it's, but certainly not all of it, you know, and I, and I try not to, I try to do humor that appeals to the broadest possible audience so that, you know, I would get the biggest possible audience, but every once in a while it's like, okay, I'm going to do a song for me and Luke and that's going to be. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And I bet some of those have really taken off too. You know, um, I recently did uh, a top fifty poll of my songs. I haven't announced the the um, the results yet because I I missed you know January's episode of The Insider. I will I will get to it this weekend, folks. I promise. But um, my uh, I I have, I have a song called "Devo Are You Shoebox" that <laughs> it ranked surprisingly high on the list, um, and that song is such an inside joke. And but I guess you know my the I guess it makes sense because the people who filled out the top fifty poll are like the hardcore fans, and the hardcore fans are also fans of Worm Quartet, and they 
they know the backstory behind that song and and everything that went along and went into it. It's so. like that that song is part two of a multiple part inside joke. Yes, and <laughs> I believe uh, myself and my friend Carrie Dalby did the third part, which was called Luke, Are You Carrie? Um, <laughs> which also uh, in the previous top fifties has has ranked pretty high too. Um, I wanted to say, Devo, remember the, last week when in during one of the interviews on the show, you were talking about like there was an act it was like one of the acts was talking about working with another act and like having you, you made some comment to the effect of like you know having that person on the on the track like you know makes it more popular or something like that Do yeah you remember what i'm talking about yeah so uh i at the moment due to the way the conversation when i couldn't interject this but what i wanted to say is like you know yeah and evil spice has me on like literally every track he does <laughs> Even if I'm just like, you know, I have spoken. He's in. I'm in there somewhere. <laughs> I'm carrying that kid, you know? Anyway. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask Captain Ambivalent, uh, what was the first year you performed at Mars or, or at, uh, at Gen Con? Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to 2014. So I'm, I'm, the reason why I'm asking is I want to know if do you remember me being there at all? Because <laughs> uh, I used to perform at Gen Con every year, and I was the judging time entertainment of the costume contest from like back when they were in Milwaukee, like you know, uh, uh, like 1997 through. Uh, yeah, it's like I, I'm pretty sure I was there 2014. I, I I think I came back in 2015 because I know I flew out there from California after I started working at Cartoon Network. That, so and, yeah. and it basically it just became a matter of with me. I used to live in the Chicago area, and and flying out to Gen Con made it like more expensive than it was worth for me to go. Um, so and and I've always said that I want to go back someday when I have like a, a new album out and a big new thing to like push. But you know I've been busy working on my own career out here, so. Yeah. Basically, I'm glad that there's still comedy music uh, happening at uh, at at Gen Con. Um, have you have you done any of your own solo shows that aren't uh, the busking shows? Well, as um, as the uh, the con has got the audience con audience has gotten huger and huger uh, every year. So kind of the they started having people have scheduled shows. The roving people have also scheduled shows. Uh, at particular locations and times. Yeah, they got oh, those uh, little stages set up all. The yeah, the, the and the little stages have gotten a little bit fancier, and they and they've and they have a little bit more assigned because as as more people cram the halls, it just gets harder to to uh, to move around. Um, and as they fill out, and there's fewer places that you can actually like uh, perform without uh, interfering with with other activities or vendors or, you know, um, there's also so, fire codes and stuff like that. But yeah. Know. Yeah. So they, I mean, they keep expanding they, Now they have the entire convention hall. Well, pre pandemic, they had the entire convention hall and the entire stadium floor. Yeah. I think, I think I left either before or just when they first started, like actually incorporating the whole big Lucas oil stadium into. Okay. Know, <laughs> yeah, that was about 2017, I think. That was when, uh, yeah. actually, when I put this, e this EP out that the song is on. Um, it was, uh, yeah, 20 2017. That was their 50th anniversary. Um, 
it took me a long time to to figure out so i was sort of like the a, a latecomer to the process so i didn't get an exhibit all space or anything so it took me a long time to and i was just there for a weekend i wasn't there for the whole run it was saturday sunday gig which is fine but it took a while to meet the other artists yeah there's mark gunn there's uh yeah. the damsels of dorkington um yeah. uh oh, i there's something beeping over here. I need to go see what that okay. is. Okay. I was going to say, that's, <laughs> that's, that's not on it, my end. You, <laughs> this, this show is hot. Mom, Luke's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So well. <laughs> I, I actually had the fire alarm go off uh, while I was on stage once at a show that Luke Ooh. produced. <laughs> That's uh my roommate was off smoking her doobies. No. <laughs> it's fine, guys, guys, it's fine. Um <laughs> I know I'm that was a joke. <laughs> Everyone got that? Erica's not smoking a doobie. Everyone got that? <laughs> Headline. Roommate denies. Right. Uh, anyway. So what are you planning to do next? Um, I got so I, I'm going to try to get this. I'm trying to get this album out. It's called Songs for Short Attention Spans, um, and uh, I've been. I was going to try to get it out, you know, last year and then pandemic and everything. Yep. So I know the uh, feeling. <laughs> It shall, it shall happen soon. It shall happen soon. Yep. Uh, hopefully lots of things will happen soon. Yes. Many things. Many good things. Good things will happen yes, soon. Good things. Lots um, of good things. To think happy thoughts. Think happy thoughts. Yes. Think happy thoughts. General, I feel like, the, like the, the townspeople in that Twilight Zone episode, you know, just to think happy thoughts. Think happy thoughts. Nothing bad's going to happen. I you did that. It's really good. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, you know, there, there's things and then there's things. It's like good that Ted Cruz went to Mexico. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's sort of more of a thing. <laughs> All right, so do you have anything you'd like to plug? Um, CaptainAmbivalent.com is the, the hub for all things Captain Ambivalent and all the social links and all of the the other stuff you can leap off to Bandcamp and all that you can get to from CaptainAmbivalent.com. And if you don't know how to spell it, Google knows me well enough that it will auto-correct you if you type it in. <laughs> Excellent. All right, we're going to move on to news and the second song and interview. You're welcome to stick around if you'd like. Uh, if you have to take care of some crime or something, you're you're welcome to take off. Nah. I'm just <laughs> looking here in the Ambiva Cave, which is which may, may or may not be the 60s Bat Cave. May or may not, yes. May or may not actually just be a Zoom background. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do some news. The world's longest running comedy music concert series is coming from inside your house. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that went to a dark place. <laughs> Virtual MarsCon 2021 is taking place online for free on March 12th, 13th, and 14th. Hi, MarsCon. <laughs> 
This year's event will have live stream performances by The Great Luke Ski, Devo Spice, Worm Quartet, Insane Ian, TV's Kyle and Lindzilla, Il Nage, Beth Kinderman, Tom Smith, Throwing Toasters, Amy Engelhart, and AMA interview with Ookla the Mop, and this year's music guest of honor, Robbie Ellis. We'll also be doing a virtual Q&A with the man who has been playing drums in Weird Al Yankovic's band for over 40 years, John Bermuda Schwartz. Drum for info on how to watch, go to MarsCon.com. And for info on the comedy music track, go to MarsConComedy.com. And uh, do watch out for flying lobsters. Thanks for listening, funny music fans. And I hope to see you all at Virtual MarsCon 2021. Time for funny music news. Something, something, something. In the news, literally the only thing I have is an update on the Gothicles Kickstarter, which is up to $7,997 with three days to go. They are well over their $2,000 goal, so this project will happen. If you'd like to get in on it, now is the time, which reminds me I still need to get in on it. Um, so head over to kickstarter.com and search for the Gothicles new album, Animal Songs. And that's the only news I got this week. Luke, is there any MarsCon stuff you want to talk about? Yes, I can mention that thanks to uh, Jared Perez, uh, we uh, we hit our, our our first stretch goal of the MarsCon Comedy Music Track fundraiser. Hooray! So thank you for, to everybody and Jared Perez for uh, helping us hit our first, stre- first stretch goal, which was $170. That is going to be used to pay for Table 27 for MarsCon 2022. So I'm going to send that off in advance. So that will be one less big chunk of money we have to worry about raising for next year's MarsCon. Sweet. Which will make next year's fun year, fundraiser uh, cost even lower. So I'm currently uh, updating the website to reflect this new information, which means, uh, on, you know, we beyond the two stretch goals, we have, uh, <laughs> we have $48.94. And I have no specific thing that I can think of to make our second stretch goal amount for. <laughs> so it's just a bunch of question marks. Um, you know, uh, just whatever money we get, just, you know, we, we will we will use it for something. If I can cut, if something comes up that, you know, uh, that money can be specifically applied to, uh, or, you know, or, or I can add a actual number there for the second stretch goal, I will do that. But for now, it's just question marks and, and any support you guys can give is appreciated. So once again, you can get that, uh, the MarsCon comedy music track, the concerts of 2020, uh, available, uh, at MarsConComedy.com. Click on the shop page for this year's collection. Or if you want to get uh, past fundraisers collections, go to click on the fast, the past fundraisers page, and you can get the details there on how to get each of those years individually, or as a complete bundle for, uh, of all 15 collections for $200. Um, but the single, collection for uh the 2021 fundraiser with the concert of 2020 is just 30 dollars. so there you go all right tour dates such as they are on fridays on youtube carla albrecht on thursdays at virtualcomedyclub.com steve goody on sundays on youtube escape from the secret lab featuring dr pinkerton and coming up on the 20th which is this saturday online the gothicals and uh, happy birthday tomorrow to Shoebox of Worm Quartet, Yay. who is not me. Um, and on the 22nd, happy birthday to Carrie Dalby. Yay! All right. Second song this week is by Steve Goody. Here is 
two chickens. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Nashville. You know what Nashville's famous for. Besides country music and spreading pandemics and getting it on with your cousin. That's right. It's hot chicken. Mmm. I'm gonna take you to a restaurant, my dear. And order hot chicken that's rocking now, baby. We'll make it disappear. What's taking so long? Where's our waiter gone? Come on, you moron. What's taking so long? Do I need to call a manager? He brought two chickens with parasites. But we were starving, it looked all right. We got two chickens with parasites. Now we'll yak and gag and heat tonight. Steve Goody. How you doing, Steve? Howdy do. So uh, you wrote a song inspired by a friend, apparently. Yes. Our mutual friend, Doc, uh, Professor Incubus. That's the name he prefers to go by. I'm not allowed to use Dr. his real name. Yes. I have no idea why. But yeah. <laughs> uh, a few weeks ago, a couple months ago, something like that, we just happened to be chatting and he said, I got this idea. And I said, that's funny. Can I do it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the artist, he said, yeah, that'd be great. And so I, um, I, the agreement we made, I would record it as the artist and send him the track so that he could record it, his own vocal, and do his version also. So that is what has happened. And mine came out before his. I don't know when he'll get his out, but probably pretty soon. And I still think it's a riot. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a very funny idea. Very well done. <laughs> Why? Thanks. Um, so, yeah, this reminded me there of... Um, there's another parody along the same lines, uh, cheeseburger with parasites. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, that's it's like a it's an older song. I want oh, to say I heard it in the 90s on the Dr. Demento show. That's the cheeseburger in paradise. Yeah, yeah, okay. That's uh, what's his face? Parrot guy, parrot guy. That's got guy, to be, yeah, what's wrong with me? Hello, <laughs> we both know who I'm thinking of. <laughs> Brain is just stuck. That's got to be. The oh, parrot guy. That's the good. parrot guy. Right. Him. Yes. Wasting away in Margaritaville. That guy. Jimmy Buffett. That's what we're trying Jimmy to say. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. See, I did I did Google uh, 
two uh, chickens with parasites came up with nothing. It didn't occur to me to do cheeseburgers. Oh, well. It's fine. It's fine. I was kale. Allowed to have, uh, <laughs> you know, similar ideas. I think this one's funnier anyway. Why, thanks. So did you write this or did Professor Incubus write this? We did together. He came up with a full lyric. Uh, but, and then I said, can I change a couple things? And he gave me permission to do that. Uh, at first, I, was, I just thought I'd change a couple things. But then um, the, the original song is just so repetitive mm -hmm. that it, it calls for, I think, a little more creativity than just saying, we're hungry, we're hungry, we're hungry, we're hungry. <laughs> so <laughs> we, we, uh, we stepped it up just a bit. Okay. So it was like, no, this isn't funny enough. I need to, you need to be more funny. Well, you can say it that way if you want. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I'm just trying to be a dick. Um, <laughs> I'm in a mood. You're gifted, man. <laughs> I'm having a day. <laughs> Me too. So how is the, um, the, the, the live comedy show thing going? Every Thursday we're doing the virtual comedy show. It's going quite well. I must say we're on our 42nd episode. Wow. Uh, which is taking place as you're doing this. Yes, which is why we're uh, recording. Them. Exactly. Uh, and I've been doing a top 10 every every week uh, in the spirit of the old David Letterman top 10 list. And that's fun. And I've kind of run out of ideas, so I'm scraping now. And uh, <laughs> where's the other one? Hang on. <laughs> I ha Wait, here it is. I'm glad we thought this through before we went on the air. Uh, today's category is top 10 reasons February is so short. Uh, with one of the answers provided by my eight-year-old nephew. See if you can figure out which one it is. Number 10, because it's 28 days. Duh. Yeah, and it goes downhill from there. <laughs> so. That's fun. Was that the one your nephew wrote? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it gets pretty vulgar after that, so I left him out of it. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but the show, the show goes on which is pretty cool. And we're not making a lot of money at it, uh, but sometimes we never, every now and then we get an anonymous donor who throws a bunch of money at us and we share it amongst our guests and ourselves. And that's lovely. And then some weeks we each make $4 mm -hmm. and that's good too. Yeah. I'm planning to start my own, you know, like probably weekly concert series of just me. Hmm. And I'm, I'm expecting to make about $4. You got to do it, man. Put it out there. What the hell? Got to make gas well, to get down to the basement. While you still have electricity, do it. Exactly. <laughs> No, we're we're, yeah. we're okay. We're 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 used to the snow. We're getting we're getting another yeah. foot tomorrow. So this ain't Texas, man. No, thankfully, uh, yeah, Texas is kind of screwed right now. Yeah, we're we're on the edge. We uh, we still have power, and I don't think we're going to lose power. But you know, we've had snow and ice on the ground since Saturday, I think Sunday, and um, you know, we only have one snow plow, and nobody knows where the keys are. So <laughs> that's a problem. Yeah. So we just stay home. And um, <laughs> we're running a little low on food, but uh, we'll we'll make it. We're gonna have to eat the stuff we've been putting off for years. Yeah, that that could be a problem. Yeah, you guys, you guys normally that. don't get a lot of snow, right? No, that's why we can't handle it. Yeah. We get a little, you know, a dusting for five times a season, but this, yeah. you know, solidly on the streets for days—that's unusual. Hmm. Yeah, so, we got uh, we got about two feet last week, and then we got another uh, couple inches here and there. We're getting another foot tomorrow. And it's business as usual around here. Yeah. If it's just snow, it doesn't bother me. It's the ice under the snow. that It just, if yeah, when the conditions we, we are just perfect for that. The other day, and I stood and slid all the way down my driveway. Great. And my I went for a drive Sunday night just to see if I could. I wasn't going anywhere. There was nowhere to go. <laughs> Everything was closed. But <laughs> just to I've make sure. I've never driven in this before. This no, I have. <laughs> I absolutely have. And I wanted to see if it could be done just in case I need to go somewhere. I just went, you know, around the block. And it was fine. It was fine. Well, I got front-wheel cool. drive. It's fine. 
That's good. I can't believe it. this is how this is what the uh, <laughs> the Fumpcast is sung to. We're talking about the weather. Yes, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> well, I mean, your song's great. I don't know what else to say about it. Thanks. That's. I'll take it. You know, we're just killing time here. It's fine. I did invite Professor Incubus on the show. I don't know if he oh. got the email in time, so okay. he'll, he'll probably like in, he'll probably reply in an hour. <laughs> what okay. I may do is I may record a, a brief interview with him and tack it on the end of this. So okay. Cool. If there's anything you want to say to him, say it now. <laughs> you rock! <laughs> I don't know how he got to be a professor, though. That hasn't been made clear to me. Uh, he was stranded on an island for a few years. And, <laughs> and he f- tried to fix a boat and failed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Repeatedly. <laughs> All right, so is there anything you'd like to plug? Well, virtualcomedyshow.com. Uh, so you can come to see our virtual comedy show every Thursday at eight instead of watching or listening to the Fumcast. You too can give Steve Goody four dollars of your hard. You can, and it, it's on Facebook or YouTube or something like that after the fact too. So you're you're welcome to watch it after. But it's more fun live. We do it every Thursday at eight central. And stevegoody.com for all of your goofy song needs. All right, thank you for joining us. All right, man, thanks. And we'll catch you next time. Yay! Later. Making the internet absolutely ridiculous. Dementia Radio. www.dementiaradio.org. Port 8027. Please hang up and try again. This is the part where there's feedback. 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 You know that segment of the show we do about now? Feedback. Feedback. (laughs) Feedback. Feedback. Eh, wrong button. There we go. Um, all right. First of all, apologies to Professor Incubus. I was going to try to get him uh, on an interview to tack on the end of that one, and I got sidetracked with another emergency at work, and I just never had a, never had a chance to. So sorry, dude. Um, uh, Wacky Ben wrote. In my opinion, T-Titans Go! is the only Cartoon Network's, quote, most successful show, unquote, because it seems that the haters made themselves watch every episode just to go on YouTube and other forums and rant about how it's the worst show ever made and that everyone who works on the show should be in jail for ruining Teen Titans. I wish I was joking, but that's really what's happened since day one. Though I'm not a fan of the show, I see it as this generation's version of 1966 Batman, hey, uh, with Adam West being more funny instead of serious. But the haters don't seem to want that and want it to be dark like the other Teen Titans, which I've only seen one episode of. Luke, thoughts? (laughs) Luke is muted, or did I not unmute you guys? I did. Here we go. Sorry, that was my fault. Um... Yeah, more or less, that is, you know, uh, pretty much what's been happening. Um, I think <laughs> Teen Titans Go, you know, a lot of times is very hilarious. The movie they made, Teen Titans Go to the Movies, is very funny. Yeah, it's really um, good. Especially, especially from the point of view of it is a parody of superhero movies. And I was thinking about this today because because that, that one, like, those, those couple of, people that made all those crappy you know so-called parody movies that they basically killed the parody movie genre it's like what oh was god the last, yeah yeah it's like what was the last like parody style film like that that was actually good i can't um, even remember what it was the last one i saw was superhero movie which yeah, yeah I, I saw that one and i remember that was a zucker brothers movie and they didn't want to call it superhero movie yeah they wanted to call it something else and um 
they uh, the, the movie studio insisted on it because there were all these other like epic movie and date movie you know and those movies were terrible but people went to see them so they were trying to cash in on that so superhero movie and man did it just it ruined any chance that movie had of of being successful but it is really funny yeah. and uh, it's it's got Brent Spiner in it playing the bad guy if I remember correctly and, I think uh, so yeah but yeah so um so anyway, it, but it but just talking about it right now, it's like, you know, even though it's not that exact same type of Zucker Brothers Mel Brooks genre, it is you know a, a parody of superhero movies, uh, and for all the superhero for how big superhero movies have been for the past, you know, over a decade, it was like about time. So I mean, I guess you could, it could be argued that Deadpool also is doing that too, but this is a bit more direct. So yep. if you haven't seen Teen Titans, go to the movies. I highly recommend it. But um. But yeah, but but then again, there are also some Teen Titans episodes that are like, did somebody write this like on a on a on a did, did someone lose a bet? You know, like there's an episode, <laughs> there's a there is an episode about equity. You know, like actual like if you're going to buy a building and like be a rental property owner and like what equity means. There's an episode about equity. It's like, it's like being educational is one thing, but it's like, what what? So yeah, so they do some stuff. You know, and then and then of course there's some stuff that's just like, you know, like oh we figured out Beast Boy is popular, so like literally like two times a season they do an episode of being about it being Beast Boy's birthday or something like that. So it's like <laughs> they just kind of overdo it to the max, but um, you know, so it's like that's that's you know my my general take on on Teen Titans Go. But um, I, speaking of Teen Titans Go, something funny happened this week, uh, you know, because HBO and Warner Brothers and Turner and all those you know media conglomerates are all part of the same company now. So there was a movie coming out on HBO uh, that is about uh, apparently Woody Allen and Mia Farrow and their whole divorce suit and stuff and the and mm-hmm. the weird, creepy, unfortunate things that seem to be going on and, and everything. So there's a it's a it's a oh it's a documentary series coming out uh, starting February twenty second. So somebody in the media department at, you know, HBO, Warner Brothers, Turner, etc., cetera, uh, was promoting this movie by putting things on various networks' uh, Facebook pages, and they accidentally put it up on Cartoon Network's page. I so it's, so I, I screen-capped this because it's like the Cartoon Network logo, and then it says, What You Think You Know, which is the tip of the iceberg. Alan V. Farrow, a four-part HBO original documentary series premiered the same time as the U.S. on Monday. To, it's, this is for, like, HBO Go Asia or whatever. And then, like, the picture they have there and... You know, not saying anything. It's like a Hollywood scandal, a family tragedy. It's like they don't say anything bad or naughty, but those of us who know what happened, like, know what happened. And people were just like making all kinds of comments about, like, oh, somebody in, you know, somebody at the uh, promotion department screwed up. So my comment I left said, um, man, Teen Titans Go has really jumped the shark with whatever this thing is. <laughs> So actually, I want to go back and see if if this is still up there or if it got taken down because it was up there for like over an hour. So okay, you look that up. We got one more bit of feedback. Mister Wampy wrote, "Could you ask Steve Goody what's the name of the restaurant where he got two chickens with parasites? I want to make sure that I never go there." Thanks. I can't help you there. All right, that's it for feedback. Teasing. He's a teasing kind of guy. Now you have a job. Yeah. Teasing. I switch back to the other thing. Um, tomorrow's song is by me. 
Yay! Um, and Tuesday song is not yet posted. And next week's Spotify playlist topic is gross songs. Because felt like it. All right. Uh, did is it still up? Did you find it? No, it's it's down apparently. Okay. So. <laughs> anyway. All right, Steve Goodies at stevegoody.com. Professor Incubus, plug yourself one more time. Or Captain Ambivalent. Captain Ambivalent. I'm yes. sorry. <laughs> Got Professor myself. Incubus on the mind. Yes. <laughs> he was supposed to be here, and I screwed up. I'm sorry. Oh, he's he's I I I was not involved. Uh, I don't have my fingerprints are not on the scene. Uh, Captain Ambivalent, CaptainAmbivalent.com. Fun. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. I'm Devo Spice. I'm Lutsky. And there's the captain. I'm Captain Ambivalent. Thank you for listening to the Funny Music Podcast. You can listen live every Thursday night at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific at DementiaRadio.org and join us in the chat or subscribe to the podcast feed. Look us up on iTunes and be sure to leave us a review. Feedback for the show can be sent to info at thefunk.com. The Funny Music Podcast is a production of Fidem Interactive, LLC, released under a Creative Commons share-alike license. Tell your friends. Tell your enemies. Shout it to random people on the street. And be sure to visit thefump.com for the latest funny songs. Tune in next week where you'll hear Luke Ski say, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry.